0: Hi, I'm your host, Jessica Peresta, and I'm so glad you're here. Whether you're at home, in your car, in the shower, or wherever else you're listening, grab your cup of coffee or whatever other beverage is nearby and listen in to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Goins from the Reimagined Schools podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. This episode is probably one of my favorites I've done in a while because it's about being an introverted teacher. Sometimes as introverts get a bad rap, we get viewed as just being standoffish or I've actually been told before and been asked, do you even like me? Or sometimes I don't want to always hang out with people like outside of school hours. And I can see how that can be perceived as rude or not wanting to get to know others very well. But I know that being an introvert and being a music teacher is actually a good thing. And I'm going to give you some reasons about that and also let you know how you can use your introverted personality to your advantage. Now, extroverts listening, let me tell you, I know I have an extroverted side to me. But when it's time for me to relax and to unwind and to fill my own cup, the introvert in me introverts hard. (laughs) So I feel like as an introvert, we can show up as extroverts when we need to, we can show up and put on a good game face and be outgoing. And being an introvert doesn't mean we're just shy. But I wanted to just kind of record this episode. In case you're an introverted teacher and you're struggling with all the noise and really finding time to cater to your introverted personality, how can you do that? Now what I was gonna say a minute ago is if you're not an introvert and you're an extrovert, I really still think these tips I'm gonna share today, you can get something from. And if not, At least it'll help you understand your introverted colleagues, whether they're a music teacher or not, to really kind of understand different personality from yours and how to relate to them better and how to maybe form a better relationship. So let's go ahead and get going. The first thing I really thought about when I was planning this episode is I take quiet space when I need to now. Being a music teacher, we know that's very hard. Even if you're in your classroom during plan time, you're still going to have people coming in and out. You're still going to hear noise in the hallway. But when I'm at my desk, I'm very good about putting my headphones in, which most of the time, not always, but most of the time signals to the outside world that I need a break. Now, here's a little secret. I'm not always listening to something through the headphones. Sometimes I just have headphones in to block out the noise and it looks like I'm listening to music. And so therefore, hopefully it's signaling to others not to bother me, but also I need to focus on work at my desk. And so I sometimes will just have headphones in just so I can concentrate and just so I can have a little bit of peace and quiet at my own desk. Now, when I say take quiet space when needed, I also am good about finding some quiet nooks and crannies. I share an office space with two other teachers because I work at a very small school, but sometimes... No one has been in the library, so I will go sit in there to work. Or sometimes I, if it's a nice day, will go sit outside by myself. It's probably funny because it's like, where's Waldo? They're like always like, where's Jessica? Because I am like that. Sometimes I'm not where people think where they might find me. I'm somewhere else. But I really do take quiet space when needed, both in the school building, but also outside of it. I am good about looking at my week and knowing when I'm going to need some quiet time. If I'm not finding it during the day, I will find it at night or I will make sure my commute to work in the morning is quiet and I'm not listening to music or podcast or anything else. I am simply sitting and giving myself some quiet time because I don't know about you, but my brain, in order to process my thoughts, and I have a lot of them, (laughs) I have to sometimes allow myself quiet space to really think to process through thoughts, if it's constant noise, and no, I'm not just talking about the noise of kids, but if it's constant, yeah, just noise coming out of my radio or noise coming out of a school building or noise from my own household when I get home and it's loud, I sometimes will feel more overwhelmed because sometimes I am trying to process through some things. And when I give myself quiet space to do that, then I know I feel so much better. And that is, prayer is a huge part of my life as well. And so finding quiet time to pray or to just sit with my eyes closed for a minute and just think are really big as well. So I already mentioned this, but when you are at your desk... It's okay to work with your headphones in. But I also want to say, I personally do not do this, but I know of a music teacher friend of mine. She doesn't teach with earplugs in, but when it comes time for her students to practice the instrument parts or there's a lot of noise going on, that's good noise. You know, there's good noise coming out of the music room, but we know it gets loud. She will sometimes put earplugs in because she can still hear what's going on, but it's not as overwhelming to her. And so that is a suggestion as well. In fact, my husband... And not to throw him under the bus, it's not my intentions here, but if it comes across that way, sorry. But he gets really way more overwhelmed with noise than me sometimes, uh, like clapping sometimes bothers him or random noises that I don't affect me, but they really are too loud for him. So I found on Amazon these earplugs, but they're like, instead of noise canceling headphones, they're like noise canceling earplugs. And so for a music teacher, though, you're going to want to still hear what's going on. But if you're at your desk, you may just go to Amazon and look that up. And they're awesome. So I should remember the brand with the name of them. And that would be very helpful, but I don't off the top of my head. Something else that really works for me is let's talk about what's going on during class time. You have those kids in front of you. They're yelling sometimes, right? We're loud or get excited and carried away during a game or instruments just naturally make a lot of noise or whatever else is going on. I sometimes I also struggle with anxiety. I don't know if I've ever even shared that on this podcast, but yes, I, I do. I've been diagnosed. And so the introvert combined with the anxious personality I have sometimes is a great combo. Let me tell you. But it is sometimes where I'm I notice I'm feeling overwhelmed and it's not like my students are misbehaving or that anything bad's going on. I'm just overwhelmed by the situation, by the amount of noise or there's so much going on around me that sometimes I feel out of control. So what I do is just like we teach our kids to take deep breaths and to calm down when you're angry, not that I'm angry, but I will sometimes, especially if they're in the middle of group work or some collaborative type of activity, I will sometimes walk. The kids don't even know I'm doing this, but walk to maybe another side of the room where I can still see them, obviously. And I'm just starting to take some deep breaths. Sometimes it looks like I'm turning around to look at the wall or sometimes I maybe look like I'm walking to my desk to look at something, but I'm really honestly there to just take a minute. And I notice sometimes when I take deep breaths, it centers me and I'm able to kind of calm down a little bit and to be able to move forward with that class period. So that may sound cheesy to you, but I promise it does really help. Another thing I want to talk about is penciling in you time. I already talked about giving yourself quiet space when needed, but also introverts. We need alone time. And I used to feel selfish about this. I am a mom of three boys. I am a wife. I am a friend. I am a daughter, sister, teacher, colleague, all the things. But I noticed When I was just pouring into others over and over and over, I remember there would be sometimes at night I'd be crying and then I couldn't really even identify why. And then I remember that I wasn't spending any time alone (laughs) because I remember sometimes feeling selfish for saying I needed alone time. But why? Why feel selfish for that? If that's what your mind and body are telling you you need and whatever alone time looks like for you, we all like different things, right? It doesn't matter if it's just laying there, reading a book or watching TV. Who cares? Honestly, for me, it depends on every night. Sometimes I'll take a bath. Sometimes I am reading. Sometimes I'm watching TV. Sometimes I'm just scrolling on my phone. Sometimes I go to bed early. But I really do try to find the balance of, obviously, I have a husband. So spending time with him is important. So, but he knows I am a morning person. He's a night person. So sometimes at night, I have no words left. But I am really listen to what I need. And I'm very good at or gotten better about communicating those needs. So instead of just being like, get out of here, I need alone time. It's more like, if you could just give me 30 minutes, then I would love to talk to you and spend time with you. That has helped us so much. So if you're married, listening to this or in a relationship, not like I'm a marriage counselor, but what's helped me in 17 years of marriage, (laughs) knowing my personality is being able to communicate and express to him what I need. So let's relate that to your students and your colleagues and your friends and anyone else in your life who say, do you want to go to dinner? Or your students, can you come to our classroom at the end of the day to do blah, blah, blah activity? I don't know, whatever it might be. I've said this before on this podcast. It's okay, first of all, to say no, but it's also okay to listen to your body and what you're needing. And if you're feeling really overstimulated and really overwhelmed, and you know that it just is not a good time for whatever it is to happen, then it's okay to pencil in you time. Really be strategic. I know I've also talked about this before, but be strategic with your calendar. Look at your calendar and be very good about looking at it, seeing what nights you could, it doesn't just need to be the night on the weekend, what days you can really intentionally do something alone, do something to decompress and to unwind a little bit from your week or from the busy day you had. The last thing I want to talk about is the way others perceive you. Now, I had mentioned this at the beginning of the episode is that sometimes introverts get a bad rap. You get called shy or rude or standoffish or is everything I get asked a lot. Is everything okay? Or what's wrong? And sometimes I know I wear all my expression on my face. And sometimes when people look at me, it looks like I'm upset that I'm really just deep in thought. And so I'm nothing's wrong. But then I'm like, and then I start over analyzing, like, Oh my gosh, is, is something wrong? I don't know. So others are going to perceive you a certain way, not just introverts, but anyone listening to this and to just not worry about it. I've, I've gone to the point where I've stopped worrying about what others think about me, which man, that's so freeing. It really is. And as an introvert, I don't know if this is an introvert or my anxiety or just my personality. I used to be people pleaser 101 and always wanting to make everybody feel better. And oh my gosh, everybody needs to like me. And now I'm just myself. And I'm not worried about people wondering if I'm standoffish or she's being rude or she never wants to hang out. I've had to sometimes do what's best for me and know that the right friendships and relationships will come along that will let you be yourself, even in your classroom, in your home life, personal life, wherever it might be. So if you're an introvert listening to this, you're amazing. Be yourself. You don't have to be anyone else. You don't have to be the super outgoing teacher. You don't have to be constantly going out to dinners or whatever. If you don't have the capacity for it, take care of you and do what you need and the rest will take care of itself. Have a great week. I'll be back next week with a new episode. Well, hey there, thank you so much for listening into the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. There is an exclusive Facebook group just for listeners of this podcast and any elementary music teacher called the Elementary Music Teacher Community Facebook Group. Come on over and join us there where we have conversations around the podcast episodes and encourage each other each and every week. And also head to my website, thedomesticmusician.com. I have some free resources there that you can download to help you gain traction in your classroom today as well as the blog and the membership site and all kinds of other goodies to help you keep going in your music teaching journey. I cannot wait to keep connecting with you and encouraging you and spurring you on in your journey of teaching elementary music. Hang in there. Have an amazing week and I will see you soon.